0: Good day, everyone. Good afternoon, ladies, gentlemen, and Swole mates in between. uh This is your host, Big Swole. I'd like to welcome you to another journey into Swole's world where we stay true and keep it real. As you all know, we're going to talk about it, let's be about it, and we're going to get into it. But first, let's tidy up some things. Uh, we'll just like to say uh, many thoughts and prayers going out to Big E. Um, and it's just, it's just sad to always see someone in the business uh, take a fall, uh, take a stumble like that, and uh, just wishing him just the speediest recovery and just getting better uh, in general. And I'm so happy that he still has a smile on his face, uh, even in the midst of going through such as one can think of devastating and shocking, uh, you know, just event. In a sense, uh, so many prayers, many thoughts going out to him. And folks, we just we got to stop making jokes about every situation. Every situation don't uh, you know don't have to have a joke about it. You know this is some serious, especially with dealing with his neck and everything. Like uh, it isn't conducive to helping this community get better and grow. So let's all grow up here. Uh, also bringing me to my, my next thing, uh, you guys making jokes about Layla Hirsch. Come on, you guys, come on. You know we got to call it Ace of Spade here, and she cannot and will not pay for the sins of a careless dictator. Just leave her alone. I mean, come on, people can't be can't help where they're born. You know, parents is just that it just so happened that way. Um, so please keep that in mind, uh, especially just just people on the internet, just be kinder to each other. And I know we like to always put the blame on the people and everything, but today. Outside of putting the blame on people, I'm putting the blame on the parents. (laughs) As being a parent myself, um, I feel like accountability, of course, starts at the top. Understand that you're not raising kids, you're raising adults. These adults are going to go out there and they're going to be who they are based on how you treated them, how you've raised them, what situations they've been in, and what kind of accountability you are putting towards them and holding them accountable for. So, Uh, anyway, another thing regarding parents and children, I know we've all seen it and I'm just going to say this in the most general aspect of anything, uh, in the most general sense when going to meet and greets regarding children, please be respectful of their personal space. People are capable of expressing their gratitude and admiration with words alone. It's been done for centuries. So please y'all act accordingly. I can't tell y'all what to do, but This is just, you know, the bare minimum in a sense. Please act accordingly. Speaking of Dallas, listen, I am very, 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 very excited about this next for the culture show that AJ Gray is putting on. It's going to be Tasha Steele's versus yours truly on April 1st at 3 p.m. If you are in town, please, please, please attend. We are making history again because this is for the Impact Knockouts World Championship. This is the only the second time that uh, Impact or a TNA uh, knockouts were, women's championship has ever been defended, and uh, by a black woman, and the opponent was black woman too. Uh, the first time it happened was Awesome Kong versus Sojo Bolt in two thousand nine at Destination X, and I'm just excited to do this. I'm excited to work with Tasha again. Uh, she is a wonderful person. Um, outside of us, you know, always yelling at each other, we do love each other. <laughs> But um, I'm very excited for that. So if you're in Dallas, April 1st, 3 p.m., make sure you check us out. Uh, Again, that's Tasha Steele versus myself for the Impact Knockouts World Championship. And so let's get into it today. As you know, um, or may not know, this is week two of my spring cleaning series. I wanted to do pretty much this because I just feel like it's just necessary. I feel like sometimes you never know, uh, someone may need this and you never know what somebody is going through. And I just feel like every year you should just have a little cleaning of your surroundings. And now what we're moving into is yourself. Because let's just get this straight. Your surroundings have to be first. I uh, went over this in the last episode, but your surroundings have to come first. You have to change the environment that you're in before you can start to work on yourself. And with working on oneself, the first thing you have to understand and recognize is the issue. And keywords in recognizing that something is wrong, and I'm guilty of it too, I will always say, nothing's wrong or I'm fine. Pat- like patting your feelings causes suffocation, like in- being increasingly overwhelmed in a sense. Um, so you please watch out for those those keywords of uh, no nothing's wrong or I'm fine. And also in the opposite aspect of it, uh, saying I'm perfect or I don't need any help. Honey, everyone needs help. Perfection already came and went and it wasn't with you. No one is perfect and practice makes better practice never makes perfect ever. So don't try to sit there and be like, oh, I don't need this, I don't need this. So everybody needs a little bit of help. Everybody has some type of issue. It's just you got to grow up and you got to face those issues because life is about giving and receiving. Uh, People cannot just give all the time and understand that you can't pour from an empty cup. And receiving is just as important as giving. One of the most important forms of help a person can receive is from oneself. If you don't help yourself, how are you going to help others? Because there's somebody out there that their life depends on your actions. My parents always told me that. They're like, your life, your everything that you do, somebody is probably always watching you or they're waiting for you to become that new person that you're scared to become. So an annual spring cleaning really should be the minimum for yourself. You gotta shed that old person, and you have to find yourself, and you have to become whoever you need to become, so that you can further your career, so you can further your life, and so you can make that impact where it needs to be made. And if you know yourself, and need more work, then do so, because working on your inner self um, is is so important. It's so important in life. I feel like it's just one of those main goals in life is you have to work on yourself. And one thing that I like to do um, is called shadow work. That's when you're working on your inner self. It's deep diving into the unconscious mind to eradicate the negative effects that has either unknowingly or, you know, knownly consumed or been caused by repression and just by years of not handling yourself. New years of not handling your issues. Uh, I see a lot of people talk about it, how uh, dealing with stuff like this is is dark for some, some people. That's why some people call it the dark side. And I feel that it's really just the real you kind of just peeping underneath, waiting for acknowledgement. Uh, just waiting for you to go ahead and say, you know what, I, I do need some help. Um but one of the ways that I know that I've acknowledged my unconscious side is personally is I started to see myself and other people that was around me in different kind of traits that I didn't want to see. So generally, when I saw that, I knew that I needed to tap in. I needed another way to unearth all those hidden and suppressed emotions of myself. And I did it by asking the hard questions. You have to uncover the why behind it. And that, when I tell you, it it was very, very tough. You know, asking why certain behaviors, like, trigger an emotional response for me. Those are, those, asking those type of questions, especially in the midst of going through it, you're like, why am I acting like this? That's, that's a part of the shadow work. I like to think of it as there's a pail full of water in a well and every why and every question that you ask yourself pulls the rope upward. And I feel like the outcome is it's going to be just like that water It's going to be refreshing. It's going to be soothing to your mind, body, and your soul. Another way outside of like asking those whys is journaling. Me personally, that's my personal choice. I like to find patterns and make connections and see them visually on paper. That is very reflective when I can see the words, when I can see my issues just plain as day that I wrote out, that I sought out. I feel like I personally have a bond with writing. And whatever you do in shadow work, I feel like you have to have a bond with whatever you're using as your outlet. Me personally, I I have this book called Burn After Writing. It's one of the. It's like a prop book. You can get it from any like Barnes and Nobles or Books a Million or anything like that. And it just allowed me to be honest with myself because I did not want to answer all those questions. I did not trust me, but Knowing that I was going to be better on the outside when, I, when everything was done and, and I could burn this book, I'm going to be better because I'm going to be honest with myself. Like I said, it, I have a bond with writing, so this was just easier for me to have all the questions and just write exactly how I was feeling. Another way is by meditation. Bringing some type of stillness to your life, quiet your mind. It can either be with silence or with music. Like I said, whatever helps makes it personal for you. If you have a bond with certain type of music, you can play it low. I'm more partial to Sade because I'm just an old soul. So uh, (laughs) if you want to listen to the music and while you meditate, but just something that you can quiet all the noise around you and speak to yourself and be 100% honest with yourself. Because, honey, you ain't got the lot of kicking. You damn sure ain't got the lot of kicking with yourself. At least you shouldn't have to. Because once you're honest with yourself and have recognized the issues, it'll make releasing the trauma so much easier. Understanding the trauma is is in the past. And most people feel like, oh, it's, it's present. It's right now. But no, the trauma is in the past. What you're feeling is the remnants of the experience. Acknowledging the past in shadow work is a great start, but I feel in order to eliminate the traces of the trauma, you have to understand the lesson. Because out of everything in life, there is going to be a lesson beside, behind anything that happens in t- like in your life. Every instance, every circumstance in life has a lesson. And once you've learned that lesson, people can move on. You can move on. I feel that most people are stuck In life, and trust me, I used to be one. I I will only speak on what I know and what I've experienced. But I feel like most people in life are stuck because of self blame, or depression, or an anxiety of figuring everything out. Um, On my end, I have developed I developed a coping strategy to be independent, which left a feeling of um, like isolation. I used to feel so alone but so independent at the same exact time. Like I had to identify my issue and my own learned strategy so that I could get to the root of my issues. Um it caused me to have like a revamp in my approach and how I approach certain things in life and to make sure that my needs are met without having a strong black woman persona in a sense. Um uh, like I don't need anybody but I do. I do need someone. And uncovering that hard shell, that hard outer like masculine energy was just easier to identify with the tools of meditating and the tools of journaling and writing things down, asking myself these hard questions. Oh, well, why am I acting like this? Or why do I have this wall up when someone tries to help me? I should want help. Every Everyone should be Receptive to help, and I just felt like I was like, why am I so against anyone helping me? I will help everybody and they mama and their auntie and but when it came to myself, I had to do it all by myself. I couldn't extend that hand out. I couldn't ask for help. I wouldn't take any handouts or anything like that. so just uh, come into that light really just help with those tools that I used, Um, especially active listening. I have done many episodes about active listening, but I used to be the one ear, you know, go on one ear and out the other type of person, especially when it pertained to people that were close to me. I wouldn't listen to advice, like I would listen, but I wouldn't be hearing them. Uh, So active listening was definitely a tool that I used. I used speaking to someone, Uh, I go outside and I speak to the elements and to the universe and to my ancestors, angels, to God, inner self, whoever I want to talk to or listen to or anything like that. I go and I speak to them so I can get my words out so that I can lighten my load in a sense, because I feel like everybody needs somebody to talk to. And me personally, I'm an empath and I like suck in everybody's energy and everything so sometimes me giving myself so much to everybody isn't a good thing but when I talk to other things like water and earth and everything like that it just helps because those things are like I said more receptive to everything that I am saying and not just oh I'm putting my burdens on someone else because I don't like to put my burdens on anybody else Uh, another thing that I found out about myself is that I don't like to burden anybody with my troubles. So these are just things that pretty much become unearthed as I'm going through this process. The third tool that I used was intentional movement. I learned that people store unprocessed tension and emotions in their bodies. And by using movements, it helps release this like stored up energy in your body, like dancing, uh, belly breathing exercises, yoga, combat sports. My personal favorite is stretching. I carried a lot of sexual trauma in my hips so stretching and having a good mobility routine has helped me release uh how i my emotions and allowed my brain honestly the the time to recognize the difference between relaxation and tension because i felt like they were always one and the same so as i'm doing these good faith routines in my life uh just Hoping and praying for better. Because like I said, nobody's perfect. Um but in between all of that, unpacking everything, I guess that you say is wrong, all your issues, all your your lifetime of difficulty, your lifetime of painful trauma and emotions can be exhausting. Like when I tell y'all, I was I, I just with days went by where I didn't want to move because I was doing so much work. When you find out you have it's like it's like finding those crumbs when you move the refrigerator. Once you've seen them things, you you're not going to put that refrigerator back and not sweep. Like you're going you're going to get the crumbs out of it. Like that's how I felt about uh the things that I didn't like about myself, the things that I was uncovering, uh those those faltering foundations that uh that pretty much led me to a life of little belief in myself, and it caused me to not be as open, so just having those revelations can be like I said very exhausting and very uh have you very lethargic because that is also like energy, whether it's good or bad, the energy is leaving, and you're processing it, so it can be tiresome on the body um uh, but in all of that I feel like it shouldn't shake your openness to the future I noticed that when I would, got done doing all of this work I felt like I couldn't I couldn't be open like I was I was too hurt I was too traumatized and uh That kind of just led me on an emotional roller coaster of, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to allow what happened to me in the past. I'm not going to allow this trauma that I finally unearthed, that I finally uncovered and dealt with. I'm not going to allow it to have a hold on me. I'm not going to allow it to uh, dictate my future. And I feel like anybody else who's gone through this or you're going through it, you shouldn't allow it to uh, dictate your future at all. And me personally, I've just been affirming myself. sometimes you got to talk to yourself. Sometimes you got to be your own cheerleader. And if no one's ever told you this, I will. You deserve and you're worthy of everything that is yours by divine right. Sometimes you need you need that little pick me up because overcoming trauma and doing shadow work is hard. But that real work happens afterwards. Being open to what's next, being proud of yourself and what you've overcome that is a that is a huge one to be proud of yourself and I know it just seems like such a common uh instance and a common like feeling, but to honestly be proud of yourself and toot your own horn like there are some people out there who have serious issues with doing that, and I was definitely one of them, so that's why I started positively affirming. My greatness, which brings me to uh, the public soul announcement of the week. Uh, speak life over yourself. There's nothing. There's nothing greater, no greater power than the tongue. So speak life over yourself. Your your words dictate your reality. Having a greater self awareness and a positive affirmation of yourself leads to growth. Independence. And let's face it, this world needs more authentic people who can empower generations. So please be well to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Speak on yourself as if you're the most important person in the universe. Speak over yourself as if you already have what you've been searching for. So I hope that that's blessed you today. Um, I usually don't do any quick quick Q&A at the end of the spring cleanings. I I try not to because I just want people to to settle in. But honestly, if you have any life issues, (laughs) now would be the time to go ahead and say it if you want to. This is a free space. This is a welcoming space. I'm not not here to judge you or anything. I'm just here to give you my insight. Yes, um, I love you all and I thank you all for uh, going into this journey of Swole World. I hope it's encouraged you to kind of ask those tough questions and do the work and honestly just step into the light. You know? There's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. Um, look. That must mean something. He must want something. Mm, mm, mm. Look, call your mamas if you can. If you can't, call somebody close to you. Appreciate them, love them, all that jazz. Um, as always, you are appreciated. You are loved and most important.